0: Hey, so y'all? who's what's going on? your YouTube, and welcome back to Seated with Maluma, a brand new segment on Maluma's mic, which has me, myself, and I, Tato Uh If you guys felt like you were a loser in primary school or high school, this episode is going to pretty much make sure that you guys feel a whole lot better and hopefully not worse. Uh, if you guys don't know what Seated with Maluma is, it's basically a brand new segment where I basically share you guys, I share with you guys a whole bunch of different life experiences. So pretty much my change from being in primary school, high school, university, I mean, I've got a whole lot of content. Like, episode one today is basically how I navigated the shift from being from Lompopo on the way to Johannesburg. But we're going to be doing things like uh, joining an all-boys school, coming very soon, going to university, my race experience, uh, engineering, made me Suicidal, uh, trigger warning right there, my first threesome, my first girlfriend, and she my girlfriend, I finally found love, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. there's a whole bunch of content coming through. But for this episode, it's going to be really cool because. It's me, man, and it's our turn for us to finally connect. It's our turn for you and me to get to know each other. Um, the purpose of my content is always to educate, inspire, and entertain. And big shout out to Innovative uh, Campus because they have literally given me this beautiful space, guys. This is not my house, man. I'm in Ilovo. I'm at the Innovation Campus. And big shout out to the Empire Partner Foundations really for letting me shoot here as well. They're all one big initiative, and it's pretty beautiful what they're doing here. A whole bunch of the information will be in the description. But, hey, who am I? So for those that don't know me, my name is Tato Ranbedi. I am a digital entrepreneur. I've been creating YouTube for the past uh, five years. Uh, I've done shows of the likes of our YouTube, DIN, which is a reality show I've done, Looking for Jollo, which is a speed dating show. Yo, I've done vlogs, I've done sit-downs, I've done vlogmas, I've done guys. pretty much everything that you've seen on YouTube, I've done it. Uh started Tweet a Drink, we've done a whole bunch of different segments, the sit down guys I've done a lot on YouTube. And the reason why I started this podcast, uh, like my name is Mike, uh was just to have good conversations with friends as three gentlemen. But now the reason why I've started this one is because I didn't know until I actually shot the whole of season one of my podcast, but apparently finding podcasts with gents that are, you know, enjoyable, non problematic, are very rare. So I was like, how was it really, Like, I didn't even know. So obviously I'm here to tell you guys uh, that I'm not like any of this Bruce. Everything <laughs> I'm going to be sharing you guys my real life experiences. And I want us to have a good time. So if you guys are new to the podcast, if you guys are new to my channel, please do subscribe. Comment down below, because like, we're taking over podcasting, guys. We're doing this thing seriously. It's going to be huge. It's going to be massive. And I'm happy that each and every single one of you guys are here alongside me, because it's going to be a movie uh, so just to give you guys some context, uh, in 2010, around 2009, 2010, we moved to Johannesburg, and I come from Polokwane, which is a very, very, very small town, I'm talking about in 2010, there was about 244,000 people living in Polokwane, and in Joburg, we were moving, there was 4.2 million, 4.2 million people, I remember I was telling my friends, like guys, uh, I'm moving to Joburg, and they were like, bro, what, you're gonna have to deal with this thing called traffic, like the concept of traffic for us was just huge, like, we couldn't fathom traffic we'd see the news we would see all these articles and we'd be like wow traffic is actually a serious leap. like it's a big thing it's a big thing in this place called johannesburg and from someone like myself from limpopo we grew up seeing the same malls the same people everything was the same and pretty much everyone was slowly moving to pretoria moving to Joburg. but it was always the older people for like university some for high school so i mean i had no idea that i was gonna be like, catching myself moving from my environment. I mean, I was in the same school from grade one up until grade six, and that was literally what I knew. Like, I had the same friends. Uh, <laughs> growing up, my parents thought I was actually gay because all I would do was just chill with girls. I remember they only told me recently, like, like, yo, actually, when you're growing up, we thought you were gay. And I was like, seriously, that's so crazy. I'm like, why? They're like, bro, all you would do is just chill with girls. So, lunch breaks. In the classrooms, I was in a co-ed school from grade one to grade six. Always, always with girls, talking to girls. I was very feminine. I am still very feminine. And my parents were convinced that uh, I liked the boys, uh, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't actually cough until like I'd be at the gym with my dad, like in high school, and he'd be like, "Yo, so like, you know, who are you seeing?" And I'd just be there like, "Who am I seeing? I'm, am seeing God. I'm seeing the Holy Spirit of my brother. I'm seeing this I'm trying to lose this weight." <laughs> but yeah, man, he wasn't having it, and I'll never forget the day my parents when they were moving to Johannesburg. It was literally such a shock. Like they literally only told us when they were sure so I'm just having some water. They only told us the, when, when they were sure. like, I mean, one day they sat down like, guys, family meeting, so obviously I'm the firstborn of three kids. My brother's like two years younger than me, my sister's six years younger than me, so they were pretty much speaking to me, and they were like, guys, we are moving to Johannesburg. We're doing it in about a month. Uh, you guys are finishing school, and next year, Tato's gonna start grade seven, Lebo starting grade, six, grade four, and my sister was in like primary, or not primary, like literally pre-primary or whatever, and they're like, that's your guys' new lives. Y'all better accept it. It's going to be great. It's going to be good for your futures. And it's non-negotiable. Which is, they're like, hey. Eh. Guys, I know I was in grade six, man. But I, have, I fully had a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> like, I was seeing this one girl. Uh, let's call her Mbobabacious. I was seeing Mbobabacious. And she really, like, at the time, guys, she really, really, really meant a lot to me. Like, we dated for, like, a year or two. I know I was in grade four five, whatever. But, like, I was in love. Like, we got married during break like during break we got married there was a whole celebration like everybody came with like doritos sour jelly beans some people had that fanta orange it was a movie and i just couldn't believe that i had to leave my girlfriend i had to leave all my friends my family like i did not know of any family in Joburg. all my family was in Polokwane. my family would visit me weekly like my cousins and i were literally best friends and like they were telling me that like now nah, we're removing you completely from this entire situation and I couldn't believe it because I was there like, "Guys, why would you do to this? Like, why would you do this to me?" Lebo and people were there like, "Oh, road trip, new house, this is a movie. Let's pack." You know, they grew up watching, grew up watching those movies where, you know, packing was cool and like going on these trips was cool. And they were like, "You know, it's gonna be like the movies, new place." I was just there like, "No, I want all of my friends." So now, eventually, it's time to move. And so, growing up, we grew up pretty. We were, my parents worked really hard. Like my 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 mom is a whole LLB grad. She's you know. In the, she was in the lawyer space at the time. My dad's quite a businessman. He was so touched, like, you know, business. He studied accounting. He went to Harvard even. So they worked really hard. So, you know, growing up was always pretty comfortable. But when we moved to the house in Joburg, <laughs> Oaks, we were literally there. I was there, like, in, what, I was a 10-year-old. I was a 10-year-old, and the house had a steam room. It had a sauna. I had my own room. I literally felt like my parents had won the lotto. But a little I know we actually didn't own the house. We were renting and only bought a house later once they found the house that they loved. But guys, the house was soft and they even let me get a dog and that was really cool. But now fast forward, like this podcast, this episode is all about the transition that I made from being in a small town, having the same friends since pretty much birth, pretty much like grade one, going into a a, a university, not a university, going into a primary school, Bayview primary school, which only is a primary school. And I'm entering this primary school in the last year that that school offers. So that so this university, why uh, I keep saying university? So this primary school uh, ranges from, I think, grade one up until grade, like, uh, seven. Yeah, grade one to grade seven. And I entered in grade seven. So now you can imagine everybody knows everybody. There is There were so many different groups. There was a group with, like, the these white, like, you know, like, boys from the east that were, like, you know, they used to step and they would wear sweatpants after school and they were like these cool kids. Then they were like the nurse, like these really smart and I I mean that's, that's what I experienced but these really smart like Asians and really smart like Indian kids and then there was like the black kids. But everyone really came from different backgrounds because like the, the high school, the primary school was in like quite like a, a suburban area but it wasn't a private institution. It was pretty much a public institution, but it was like those like bougie public institutions. So you had all types of people, which was great, but coming from a place which had one type of person, like in Purukwano, and coming into this environment was so crazy. And for me, I didn't even know what this was at the time, but I literally thought I was just shy, but no, I literally had the worst case of social anxiety. I literally was always so anxious, like, I remember the first day I walked into the classroom they were like hi guys I remember I was in Mrs uh, okay, I won't say her name but like she was my like my home teacher homeroom teacher and she goes yo there's this guy guys his name is Tato he's from Limpopo." everybody starts laughing everyone's like you're from Limpopo? you're from Limpopo?" I think it was around the time when there wasn't textbooks delivered to Lumpopo or to Polokwane, so they were like yo do you know what a textbook is so the kids were already automatically just revving me because I was from the village in their eyes and I was like guys like it's literally the same like I'm from another suburb in PLK. And they were like, no, no, uh, you know, you're this Limpopo popo dusty boy. Hi, dusty boy, petty boy. And that automatically, from the jump, it showed me that I did not belong. And i never forget, like, feeling like absolute shit because I was like, yo, I had my whole life, I mean, at the time, I felt like I had my whole life together. I knew who my friends were. I knew who my uh, best friends were. I knew who my girlfriend was. I knew my life. I knew everything. Ah, little, that I know (laughs) that I knew nothing. (laughs) Guys, I remember during that first day of break, uh, I literally during break, Lebel was literally killing it and he was so social. He was playing soccer. He was running with kids. And I honestly feel like it's because he went into the school like naturally as a socialite, but also he went into the school a bit younger. He went in grade four. I mean, I was in grade seven. So that's a big difference already because lebo's literally a social you guys know lebo he's been the same person he was kids he's going into school with younger kids younger kids aren't that mean and like for them having fun is just running around for me like people had clicks during break bro nearly two by two it was couples it was you know those groups that i mentioned the nerds. it was the you know the soccer players it was these guys and i was just literally the weirdest kid i literally would have a book which i would read you know? but i was fake reading because i actually hated reading but I wanted to be classified as somebody that literally must just be left alone. So during break, I'd literally sit in my corner, take out a book, and I would just read it and I would just hope and pray that no one would come up to me and no one would try to speak to me. And I'll never forget, that that first day, there was this group of white kids and I could. I, they, I was literally warned by everyone about them. Like, hey, yeah, just be careful of that group, be careful of that group. And this group comes to me and they go like, yo, bro, uh, we see you're chilling here lonely. We see you here you're alone. Like, would you like to, like, pull through and chill with us? Like, I think it would be cool if he came and you chilled with us. Like, you seem really cool. Then ultimately they're like, I wish I said yes, but I was just like, no, it's okay. Like, I'm cool. I'm going to just do my own thing, you know. Like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Like, I'm cool. And they were like, all right. And then another group of kids came to me. And, like, people were actually reaching out to me. But due to my, like, social anxiety or due to me not feeling like I was going to fit in, I literally denied and pushed away everyone for like the first two, three months. And that's pretty much the first time that I taught that like, the first time i learned from myself that like, it's so important in life for you to actually just give people a chance and to give different things a chance. Because me saying no to all these different types of groups of people made me such a loner. And it literally, (laughs) it it like installed so many different weird principles in me, which made me be socially awkward which made me like have the craziest and craziest anxiety growing up I'm gonna touch up I'm gonna touch on this in, an, in another episode in the future uh like based on my high school experience because that was even worse and how I actually overcome that overcame that uh but for now we're <laughs> still so speaking of my primary and how I was weird as hell so um you know the bullies that they speak about the bullies that they spoke about in the movies <laughs> Like, I didn't see those bullies in Limpopo. Like, yeah, in Limpopo, I'd get bullied here and there, but like, you get bullied by people that you knew. So I was like, ah, Toloro's being Toloro, or ah, Ranuj being who he is. Like, it's like, guy it's people's character traits. In Johannesburg, the bullies in primary school are different. Like, they actually beat me up. Like, there was this one kid who even the teachers were scared of, but I think they were just worried about him because, like, I think back at home, you lost, like, a parent, and like, his mom was like abusive so they kind of knew like his story and they knew like you know how he was like so they were quite lenient on him and one day he beat me he beat he beat yo he beat at me i thought my dad knew what a beating was my dad is a rookie this man is an expert this guy beat the living shit out of me and i felt like such a little boy yo guys i remember literally telling my parents and my parents were like what and i think my mom went to the teacher and was like yo uh, how can I bring my kid to feel safe here if he's gonna get beat up by white kids? And I was just there like, yeah, speak on him, mom. Like, you beat me up. And the teacher was like, nah, uh, the other kid is saying Tato aggravated him. And then my mom looks at me and I'm like, what? I didn't aggravate anybody. I didn't aggravate anybody. Like, I didn't do that. But like, I literally got in trouble for being beat up. And that's when I knew that like you actually can't rely on parents <laughs> to fix your problems in like primary school, high school, university. So, like literally, you need to just be a man or be a grown ass woman and deal with your own problems because You cannot rely on your parents because they're not there. They can't do much. They can't beat up other kids for you. All they can do is just literally just give you advice, which made me so sad, man, which made me so sad. Um, And, guys, I just want to say, like, I feel like people never actually give other kids or adults a chance to actually showcase who they are. Uh, because like when I entered primary in Johannesburg, the city of gold, I just felt like you know what. I can't actually show them who I am because who I am is is is, is not what I think is acceptable. So I've got a message to like two people, like a message to, you know, the people who are too show, too shy to showcase who they are, and the people who think people are standoffish. Those that are the too shy to show who you are. You're literally holding yourself back from forming friendships. I could have formed a friendship with someone in primary school who is now probably the biggest YouTuber or now the biggest engineer in the space. And because of our friendship, obviously I could have, you know, utilized the friendship or I could have easily done something crazy. But because of me not speaking to the people, I literally closed so many doors. And to the other people now who literally, you know, think people are standoffish or rude or mean, those people could all just be people that are really, really shy. Like... Guys, I don't think we understand the level of social anxiety that we have um, in South Africa or as children. Like, guys, we are socially anxious. Like, I've met so many influencers, so many celebrities, so many big deals. And when they create their content, they're safe. They do it in the comfort of their home. They do it, you know, with friends, with family. Like, they do it safe. But then see them outside. Like, step outside of them, these brews are completely different. These brews struggle with communication. They struggle with voicing their opinion. They struggle with saying no. They struggle with being in spaces with a lot of people. Like, it's actually so crazy. And it's like, guys, I actually feel like we need to have a separate conversation, possibly on Maluma's mic, uh, the main show, <laughs> and actually speak about the level of social anxiety that we all experience. Because, I mean, some people have it really bad, but some people have it like really chilled. But I've seen most people that I know, it literally controls and reigns in them. And my biggest question that I always ask myself is like, where does it come from? Like, are we socially anxious because of like our upbringing? Because I mean, I was socially anxious at the age of 11. Or the age of 10. I was socially anxious. And it's like, bro, if I'm anxious at 10, I can't even say it was high school. I can't even say it was university. Like, I've been anxious. So I think it also reigns from like our parents. It reigns from like, our our grandparents, it rains from aunts, uncles. It rains from the outside world. Which shows that, like, guys, are we even being decent human beings to children? Like, we think kids are just kids. We can just tell them to just, like, buzz off or, like, ignore them. But, like, children are constantly just, like, absorbing so much information. And we're just there as their leaders. And we're barely even, like, seeing the impact that we're having in people's lives. And, like, this topic makes me want to speak about some of the other topics that, like, I didn't think I'd speak about. So I'm out here like on my laptop and I'm reading my potential episodes and I'm like, I actually need to speak more about like things that I was extremely insecure about. Like for example, one thing I was really insecure about growing up most of my life was like how I looked. <laughs> like I was always told that I was like extremely unattractive. And now when I look at myself, I'm like, bro, I'm not unattractive. Another thing, I was always told that I was always overweight. I mean, I there was a period in time where <laughs> I fully was overweight, even though I'm like, quite a chubby tall guy. But, like, it doesn't control me. Like, if someone comments on my weight, I feel nothing. Like, I know my body. I love my body. But these are things that guys never speak about. So, as much as I'm going to be speaking to you guys about, like, you know, what I'm doing and, you know, my experiences, what I've done, I also want to speak on, like, insecurities that guys go through. And I was actually speaking to one of my friends, and they were like, Bro, um, I love that you are actually, like, you know, starting the podcast, uh, you know, Seated. With Malumi's Mike, <laughs> She said with Malumi, sorry. And she was like, why don't you do another segment called Tell a Guy? So uh, I think for now, before we start, um, you know, this whole new segment, Tell a Guy, we're going to have like a, a little bit of like a sub-segment within See Malumi' Malumi where we, we tell a guy something. So like obviously my audience is uh, predominantly uh, female, but to the males that are watching, uh, this is the Tell a Guy segment, which I think we'll use to end the episode. And... I want to tell you guys today, what I want to tell a guy today is that all of us have insecurities. Every single guy you see around you has an insecurity and I've seen that giving power to people's opinions, giving power to my insecurities have prevented me from having so much fun from networking, from getting to know people and from just being due to certain insecurities. And I so wish that those insecurities didn't exist like a couple years back because I could have been so different in the way that I I produce, the way that I present myself, the way that I conduct myself. I could have been so different, but I allowed my insecurities, which I'll speak about in the future, to consume me. So what I want to tell a guy today is that we all have insecurities uh, and the insecurity only becomes powerful if you give it power. If you choose not to give insecurity power and give people's opinions and people's words power, life will be way more pleasurable. Uh, this is probably the youngest and the hardest you'll ever look, my brother. So enjoy it. And if it's not the youngest and the hardest you're gonna look, it's what you are right now. And what you are right now is who you are and it's gonna define your story. So my brother has to tell a guy from Malumi YouTube, a 25 year old industrial engineering st- graduate who has been doing youtube videos for two years trying to navigate life and create structure in his life forget about that insecurity every day you wake up tell yourself that insecurity it's not that deep literally just say you know it's not that deep i'm gonna forget about it and live your life the best way you want to live it then from there you will truly slowly but surely just enjoy who you are and just enjoy what you're doing so from your favorite South African YouTuber, Malomi YouTube, Malomi Show, Malom Podcast. I just want to say thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. Uh, my call to action to you guys today is just to smile, man. Smile, be happy. But most importantly, share the share the share the podcast. If if this thing touched you at any moment, to go back, take a screen recording, take a screenshot, tag the people, let's let people know that Tata Pedi has finally started a piece of content which is just based off of himself. And this is the first one, so Please, as, as much as it's the first one, be patient with me. It's going to get better and better and better. And it's going to get longer and longer and longer. I'm still uh, practicing. And I even like, guys, I actually like, I made notes and stuff. If you watch the video on YouTube or on my YouTube shorts, I made notes and stuff. So I'm trying. Uh, episode two is coming real soon. I love you guys. I'll see you guys next week, same place, same time. on me YouTube. Hashtag seated with Malomia) Thank you. <laughs>